Welcome everyone to the Elevated Producer Podcast, where we take a deep dive every week into how mortgage originators can elevate all aspects of their lives. If this resonates with you, then this podcast is a must listen. We believe education is the key to originator freedom. We'll share productivity tips and tricks from our personal experience, from what we've learned from others, from books, from media, and anywhere we find inspiration to elevate ourselves and you. I'm your host, Chad Ogburn. I've spent 14 years as an originator before pivoting into a training role in our industry five years ago. My co-host, Cheryl Bromschwager, is a vice president, producing branch manager, certified mortgage planning specialist, and proven mortgage coach with Nova Home Loans. Are you ready, set, let's elevate. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Chad. How's it going? Oh, it is good. I am super excited today to have a special guest on our podcast, which is thrilling to me. Tom Malloy with ArchMI is our account manager and an amazing partner here at Nova, as well as for lots of companies and loan officers out there in the Colorado world. So I am thrilled he's here to kind of talk about what sets him apart and how we can really leverage our MI uh, representatives to help us do more business, do better business. Right. Yeah, I'm excited. Tom, welcome. We are super stoked to have you here. Hey, well, thanks, Cheryl and Chad. I really appreciate it. I, I think I'd mentioned to you that I've been listening, I've been an avid listener to your your podcast, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to participate in this one. So thanks for, uh, thanks for bringing me on. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. When we were kind of chatting about it, I felt like the whole point of the podcast is to help loan officers elevate and be better and do better. And I think we forget a lot of times that we really should be turning to our sphere of influence or the people in our tribe, as I call it, to say, hey, how can we partner together? How can we work together to elevate all of our, our levels of professionalism as well as business? Yeah, it's such a crucial part. And, you know, for some reason, we have this thing in our industry where we feel like sometimes we need to be able to prove that we win it alone. But, man, tapping into the resources that are around us, our partners at MI companies, just a crucial way to help you grow your business and perform better. Right. MI kind of gets a bad rap, right, Tom? Like people are like, oh, we don't want MI. But honestly, it makes such a difference. <laughs> You know, we, we kind of get sucked into that uh, that negative aspect of MI, and I think that, you know, you as our partner uh, in risk is amazing. So tell us a little bit about kind of how you view that. Well, you know, you, uh, that was the perfect segue because one of the joke, if you call it, that I sometimes lead off a meeting with is that um, I have the privilege of selling a product that nobody wants, and as soon as they have it, they want to figure out how they can get out of it, and that's how we pay the bills around my house. So. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's my that's my yeah, that's kind of my self-deprecating joke. But but the truth is is it's, it's without MI, let's face it, I mean so much of this industry just doesn't work. Mortgage insurance in general just allows borrowers to get into homes that wouldn't otherwise get in, right? I mean if you think about Colorado and some of the affordability challenges we have, I mean it's it's literally the differentiator between renting and buying a home. Right. Um even though I joke about it, I recognize it's um it's very, very important component to the loan. Yeah, crucial. Yeah, I would agree with that. And when we talk about 
yeah, a lot of people wouldn't be in homes without MI. It really changes the whole dynamic of how we look at how we do business and how we should try to change the narrative around that negative aspect of mortgage insurance is the devil, right? It really isn't because it does allow you to get into a house and there's a lot of options around that MI. And I feel like how we change that narrative is using mortgage insurance as a strategy to help your borrower get either a better rate or a different type of loan scenario, not just, oh, I need MI, right? So, Tom, do you feel like you hear that from LOs trying to kind of re rework that, that narrative or that strategy about how they use MI, or are they still kind of like, well, it's a necessary ease? Kind of depends on who you talk to. I mean, Cheryl, obviously, you know, you and I have had some pretty <laughs> in-depth conversations about mm -hmm. how to how to utilize the tool. So you're you're certainly the exception to, to some, but um, generally, what I find is that people get stuck in a they get pigeonholed into a product, and they'll say, "Well, I only do monthly, or I only do singles, or I only do lender paid MI because the payment's cheaper." And the fact is, is that you really should look at every option. Monthly MI is probably 70-ish, 70, 70 to 75% of the overall business. I mean, most people look at monthly. You know, in a market like Colorado, I'll just speak to Colorado, it's all I know. Um, we've had a lot of appreciation here, so monthly gives you the most flexibility in terms of, you know, preserving your cash and <clears throat> giving you the opportunity to perhaps cancel out of that MI a little sooner than, than you would in maybe another market. But if you think about single premium mortgage insurance, you know, that's, a, that, that's the cheapest option if you have a borrower that's going to be you know, figuring they have a timeline of more than five years in the home. So that's something they should really be considering. Uh, so th there's just a lot of different options. Then you've got the hybrid in between. I mean, there's split MI. And um, while that's not a new product, it's, we have a new spin on that that I can, I can talk about in a little bit as well. So it's just what I try to tell loan officers when I'm talking to them is that you all do everything on the loan. All we do is mortgage insurance. So let us be the experts on that piece and let us let us put you in the right product for your borrower because it is not one size fits all when it comes to MI. Not, not at all. Man, I love that reminder. You know, that's what you do. Like, we feel like, kind of Chad said, we've got to do it all, right? And we don't need help. And man, using MI as a partner in risk and a partner in strategy, I think is such a great way to look at our job and help us become more relevant and more of an advisor to our clients than just an order taker. Because a lot of times, you know, the MI just gets, it's almost automatic, well, monthly MI. But man, there's a lot of other options that really, from a strategy perspective, could help your borrower and put them in a much better financial position. That's where I think people missed the boat is right there. This is really partnering with MI companies is the way to separate yourself from your competition, prove that, hey, I am an advisor, not just an order taker, not just a best rate type of scenario. So let me give you an example of Tom, you know, indicated that he and I had kind of talked about this and talked strategy a little bit before. And it's because... I think when I'm look when I'm talking to a borrower and he says I want to put 20% down so I can avoid MI. The conversation for me then takes a turn to say, tell me more about that. Why don't you like MI, right? Is it just because somebody told you that you shouldn't have it? Right? Is it because you don't understand actually what MI is? Because when we really put a strategy towards it, 
we all know in this world that the less risk the lender has, right, the better the rate. Well, if we partner with an MI company to lessen our risk, we're probably going to offer a lower interest rate to the borrower, right? And I think that the borrowers don't understand that. When they're putting 20% down, they say, well, I should have the best rates that are out there. Well, actually, maybe if you put like 17% down, right? We could strategize to have a little bit of NMI and a little bit of better interest rate. And I think that's a great conversation for us when we're talking to borrowers who are just shopping us on rates over and over again. Absolutely. And, you know, that's an insured loan is just worth more to the end investor than, than an uninsured loan. So when, when you, when you the, the whole notion that I have to have 20% down, I have to avoid MI at all costs, not necessarily the case. I mean, in your scenario, Cheryl, if you know, maybe they have 20% they can devote to that loan to put it down, but maybe if they only put 15% down, they might be looking at a better interest rate. They're looking at a shorter timeline of being in that mortgage insurance. The interest rate may offset, very well can. I think, Cheryl, you and I have had some scenarios where the interest rate improvement offset the additional cost of the MI, so they ended up in a better position, and they have that high, that lower interest rate for the length of the time that are in that loan. So there are just too many assumptions made, and, and I think MI is sort of passed over. It's like, okay, go price it. Let's just, let's just get the MI on the loan. Let's move on. Well, let's, let's make sure we're putting the borrower in exactly the right scenario for their situation. And yeah. that, is all, that is all we as MI reps, I'll speak for all my colleagues here in this market, that's all, that's all we try to do. You know, that's it. We just want to be there for you to help you make that decision. And you know, there's another thing that, we, that I have found that, that we can do to kind of help take that more complicated loan and, and get, it, get it out of underwriting and under the closing table is sometimes you get in a situation where an underwriter just isn't comfortable with a file. Uh, you can, and so what I like to do is make sure the underwriter, the loan officer, I'm sorry, um, when they get when they get in that situation, they know they can call me, um, and and we can talk about the file. Well, maybe I can get that file in front of my underwriting team. We can look at it, figure out how we would structure it in order to insure it. We can provide some guidance as to how we would look at it and how we would do the loan. That sometimes will get an underwriter and a lender over the over their concerns, knowing that they've got a partner on the MI side that's willing to do the loan. Under, under a certain structure. So there's a lot of things obviously we can do. I mean, we're taking, we're, we're a risk partner in the loan. So, you know, I encourage loan officers, get us involved early. Wow, Let's that help is, you get those, those more difficult loans over the, over the hump. Wow, that is genius. Guys, if you're out there listening to this, um, you might want to just rewind it for another minute and listen to that again because that could save you deals. That can make you deals. That was awesome, Tom. That was awesome. You know, I like it because it's kind of old school, right? Like for those of us that have been in the business for a hot minute, we remember when our account executives would come into our office with their rate sheets and their guidelines and say, let me help you structure your deal, right? And right now we have that with our processors and our loan coordinators and our underwriters because um, our world has changed a bit. But I like that because you truly want to be my partner. You only do MI right? You are only helping me on that part of my loan, which I need for strategy to make everything else work. And when I, I look at my job as a debt manager, and so when I have somebody say I want to put 20% down, and I see that they have $15,000 in credit card debt, and they've got student loans, and they've got all this other stuff, I'm thinking, 
yeah, maybe we need to kind of have a conversation about other options because I can consolidate debt, put less down, get a better rate, and use my risk partner NMI to really structure that loan so that I can be the hero to my client. Yeah, that's life-changing. Life-changing when you, when, guys, when you guys can come in and partner with your MI companies, especially when there's a, they, the, your borrowers are carrying a heavy debt load, um, especially consumer debt. Man, these are some techniques that can not just make you look like the hero, but can legitimately change the trajectory of someone's life. And um, a little confession on me is um, I spent 20-plus years in wholesale and correspondent lending before I got into the mortgage insurance world. So that was my life in the business, was trying to help structure deals. So it's literally what I love to do. Um, so whenever I have an opportunity, that's what I love to do. So, And it, and it does. It, it, it does make a difference. You know, if you can make a difference on a couple loans, sometimes that's, you know, that's how you, you know, obviously that's how you build a relationship, but um, but that's how you build the value of the relationship. Well, and that's how you help more people, which is why we do what we do, right? The whole point of right. being a loan officer is helping people. And so if I can save one deal, two deals by how I structure, how I think outside the box, how I really look at their overall situation, not just take their order for their interest rate, that to me brings value to what I do and to my partner in helping me get loans done, which is you, Tom Malloy. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Yeah. So let's talk another um, strategy that I know that Arch specifically has. And, you know, you have referred to it a couple of times as like leaving no money on the table. But I feel like it's a little bit of a spin on the split MI concept. Tell us a little bit about how you guys are taking that kind of to the next level to help loan officers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so we have uh, split MI, um, you know, if you think about FHA, that's a split MI product. You have a you have an upfront premium and then you have a lower monthly premium. Um, Split MI has been out in the, in, the, in the private mortgage insurance world for as long as I've been in the business, and, it, and it's very underutilized. And so what we found at Arch is that, you know, in a, in a traditional Split MI scenario, the MI company sort of tell, dictating the rules. We're saying, hey, you have to have a certain percentage of money upfront in order to participate in the split, you can have the lower monthly MI payment. And so when we got to thinking about that, maybe that's one of the reasons why um, we're not doing a lot of this product because there's not a lot of flexibility to it. So a little over a year ago, we sort of flipped the script on that notion of the MI company dictating how much needed to be up front. And we came up with what we call our RateStar buy-down program. Um, and so what it is, it's literally you're buying down your monthly MI payment, but it allows the loan officer to choose how much they want to put down. So you have a scenario where you, you have a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or anything in between down to the penny left over in seller concessions. You don't want to leave it on the table. Plug it into our calculator as an upfront payment, and we'll tell you what it's going to do to lower your monthly payment. So you never... And sometimes by buying down the MI, there's a bigger impact on the total monthly payment than you'd have if you were, you know, maybe pay, taking that money to buy down the interest rate or, or a principal reduction or some, something along those lines. So amazing tool for that. And that's kind of how we started with the product. But what we found over the last year is there's so many other applications for it. 
two or three scenarios that I've uh, dealt with that have turned loans from, from basically a loan that couldn't be done to, to being able to be approved and closed was, as you know, we have, we have our average DTIs here in Colorado are pretty high. And so we see a lot of 45, borderline 45 DTI mm -hmm. ratios and certainly higher than that. Had a couple scenarios where uh, loans were at a 46 DTI and they weren't getting approved in the, in the you know, Fannie or Freddie in the DURLP, and so we were able to, they had some money to play with, whether it was a lender, creditor, borrower money, or maybe some seller money. They were able to play with the, our buy-down calculator to be able to figure out how much upfront do we have to do in order to get our MI low enough to get us into a 45 DTI, thus where we can have an approval. And it worked every time. And so in, in probably three different scenarios, we turned a decline into an approval by being able to give you one more tool to tweak your numbers, to ratchet down your numbers, to customize that, customize that overall loan. It's, it's a great product. So it's really, you've got your, think about you've got your monthly, you've got your single premium, and then the buy down is anything in between. So it's a fun product to sell, and it's a great product um, to utilize in the right situations. So there's no amount that I have to have. So I, it's not like I, if I have $700, um, I, that's exactly what I have to have. If I have $542 left over, I could do that on this product. Absolutely. Yeah. You, and the, the, the one thing you have to do is you have to be set up in our, in our pricing engine, which is simple. It's your NMLS number, and then we have to associate your, <clears throat> your company's master policy number with you. And so we said you do a one-time setup on the profile. But, yeah, then you're in our engine, and you can just run the scenario. You can either plug in the exact dollar amount, that you have left over and recalculate and see what that does to your monthly payment. Or if you're trying to get to a certain factor, you know, a certain, you're trying to get to a certain payment, we have a, what I call a thermometer, but because I can't think of another term for it, but it's a slide, it's a slide up and down slide on our calculator that <clears throat> as you slide it up, it moves one basis point at a time. So you're like, I got to get to a $32 MI payment. Well, you slide that little, our little um, thermometer, so to speak, up and down, and we'll, we, when you get to 32 on the monthly payment, there'll be a corresponding box that tells you what, what you need to have up front to get there. Man, so super easy, super easy tool to use, yeah. That's what amazing. Guys, I realize I might be yeah. Captain Obvious today, but if you guys are listening to this, <laughs> you've got to take advantage of that. <laughs> well, you know, and, it's one more thing, right, where a loan officer can – provide their value, articulate their worth to their client. Because I'm telling you that the the order taker loan officers out there, the people that are applying online through the push button get mortgage type of scenarios are not being offered these strategies. They are not being on the open market, right? It's really when you've got the captive audience of the professional loan officer taking us to the next level. And for me, this is a ninja skill, man. This is ninja all the way. And I'm so excited about being able to offer this to my clients. Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, I have one more question probably before we wrap up with um, our amazing guest today, Tom Malloy from ArchMI, is a lot of people say, you know, you mentioned earlier, like your value proposition is I sell a product that nobody wants and they can't wait to get rid of. Right. So let's talk about how actually you do cancel MI because I'm pretty sure that there's been some changes on that recently, and I'd love to get your take on that and demystify a myth or you know, get the, the true uh, situation out there to the audience so that they do actually understand 
how you go about canceling MI. Oh, absolutely. Um, thank you for that, because that's probably the question I get more often than, than any, um, which makes sense. But um, the misnomer out there is that the MI company controls the decision. We don't. We know the answer, but we don't control, you know, how long something has to be insured. The investor does, or the agencies do, or in some cases the servicer does. Um, but um, but there's been a lot of confusion about cancellations, and oftentimes you'll find one servicer will handle it one way, another servicer will handle it another way. So the, so Fannie and Freddie stepped in at the beginning of this year, and I think I think it went into effect. It was either January or March of this year, but it was earlier this year, and they have they have specific guidelines for when uh, you can cancel based on either your original value, so the value the loan closed at, or based on Current value, so an appreciated value. Rules are very different. Um, so if you if you if you think about a loan, um, and you're going off current value, so or, or original value. I'm sorry, you closed the loan at um, a 90% LTV, and it was a $180,000 value, $200,000 value, so 180 loan amount, right? Um, and if you were to Essentially, the way that's going to work now is that that, that MI is going to drop as soon as that loan amortizes down to 80%. So it used to be 78. I think that was the number that was floated out there was 78. Now it's 80. So if it amortizes down to 80, it's dropped. Um, if, if the borrower were to um, escalate the amortization by, by perhaps mm -hmm. making extra payments every month or one big lump sum, to get them to 80, based on the original value, you can now, you can now the MI can be dropped. Um, it's not an arbitrary thing. There's no seasoning involved there. Um, it's just, hey, pay it down. You know, every servicer will have a different process in terms of assuming of verifying the value hasn't gone down. But it's become, it's, but it's much easier now. So you get the 80 based on original value, MI can drop. So if um, like 82%, yes. like Cheryl was talking, where we're getting the lower interest right. to do it, then really within, even on normal amortization, within a, a couple of years, if they're only at 81 or 82%, it's dropping automatically, or not, but it's dropping anyway. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it'll, it'll, it'll drop off as soon as it, as soon as it's scheduled amortization takes you to 80, but it'll drop. You know, I had in that scenario uh, that I gave, we did like a 17% down payment. So my MI factor was like $40 a month, okay? And when I went to look at the difference of the lower rate that I was able to get for the borrower, the return on that $42 a month that they were paying, they got within eight months. So I said, all you have to do is pay that for two years, like for 24 months. It's kind of the, the expectation that I set because I didn't want to throw out there, you can drop it in, in a month, right? I said, you pay that and you actually recoup that in the first eight months that you have your loan based on the lower interest rate that we're able to get. And man, my borrower's like, sign me up. Like there was not even right. a question. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, and, and I the, think there's the, a lot of good strategy around MI. Yeah, and, and the, 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 the way people, a lot of people think is that, oh, it's got to be two years. It's got to be two years. And it doesn't. In that scenario, it does not. Now, right. where it gets more complicated, and actually I think the, the agencies have made it a little bit more <clears throat> rigid, if you will, but it, it take 
a scenario where you're trying to have the MI drop based on an appreciated value. So, hey, I got a great deal on this place. It's been six months. My neighbor across the street just sold for X. I know my value is now higher. Um, I want to I drop my MI. In those scenarios, you're looking at at least a two-year seasoning. Um, and if you're going to try to drop it, if you're between two and five years on the seasoning and you're going to try to drop it, you've got to be at a 75% LTV. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's now, where, the, again, the, you come in as a partner, Tom, to, to talk right. to us about those things. When we have a situation like that, we run this strategy by you, and then you can help us kind of noodle that conversation with the borrower, and what does that look like from an expectation-setting perspective? Right, and well, there's a, there's a, there's a caveat to that. Um, so say you've got a house where, hey, I did some substantial improvements to my home, and I can document and my value is now higher, uh, you, can, you can now you can waive the seasoning. So say you've, you've done a six-month project, you've improved your home, you can document it, you can, you can technically get your MI to, um, <clears throat> canceled. Again, at the 75 LTV, if you're less than the five-year, if you're, well, I'm sorry, at the 75 LTV, you can, you can drop it before you're at the two-year season. Does that, does that make sense? It yeah. does, and I think we're getting really technical because now the numbers are yeah. starting to swim. But I think what the, <laughs> I the, the point is what a resource you are and what a partner in risk your MI rep can be to help you strategize as a loan officer to close more loans, help more families, and actually you know, demystify the negativity surrounding MI because it's really a great strategy. So I think that that's you know, how maybe we end up is let's think strategy because there's really some ways that we can be beneficial to our borrowers to get more business and to help them, you know, get, get better loans, frankly. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, gang. Um, Tom, is there anything else you want to share with everyone? No, again, just really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys about this. And, and uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of of, of one of your episodes. So thank you again. Yeah, yeah you're welcome, Tom. We've created a group on LinkedIn for our podcast listeners as well, where you can find all of the episodes in one space. And so I'll invite you to, to go into there. And if you feel like there's any other LOs that might benefit, you know, we would love the invitation as well. Wonderful. Yeah, Happy absolutely. To. Well, man, this was an amazing one, guys. One of your action items might need to be to just listen to this one again because I think there was a lot of really useful stuff in there. <laughs> and if and if you've been in this business a while, uh, like Cheryl and I have, sometimes it's you get stuck in a rut, and it's good to remind yourself that there are constantly things are constantly changing, and to get with your MI reps and people who can make a difference in your business. Because I learned a lot of new stuff today. Um, that I didn't know how MI had changed just over the few years that I've been uh, on the training side of things. So this was amazing. Tom, again, thank you so much. That was great. My pleasure. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. So again, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Remember, grab one or two of these takeaways and act on them this week because you cannot elevate without effort. Have a good one.